Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. We're glad to have you. 877-474-3302 if you want to call us. And when I say us, it's not just me right now. It's my dear friend, Julie Spira. By the way, Julie, I did go on and on about you before the break because I wanted everybody to know how smart you are. Uh, Julie Spira is the author of The Cyber Dating Guide. Did I give the title correctly, Julie? It's actually The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online. And you have a new book out, too, don't you? The new book, we are, we are still working on the details for the new book, but it's called The Rules of Netiquette, How to Mind Your Manners on the Web. Oh, well, manners and dating go hand in hand. Or don't they really? They should. <laughs> But whether they do or not, it's another story. But uh, so I wanted to have you on the holidays because, you know, I'm single, you're single, a lot of people are single out there. And facing the holidays by yourself is usually pretty creepy, right? Yeah, it's a really tough time. And not only is it a tough time for singles that are getting party invitations and they don't want to go alone, but couples whose relationships are sort of, you know, in that maybe on the rocks phase, they're breaking up. And I'm sure you saw that Facebook breakup chart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two weeks before Christmas is a peak period for couples to break up. Now, what? honestly, I, I saw that chart and I thought to myself, why would somebody break up two weeks before Christmas? Like from a mercenary aspect, you know, you need to hang in there so you have someone to go to parties with. Right. Or, or do people just want to go alone? Why do you think they break up two weeks before Christmas? Well, you know, which was, I, I was surprised because I believe in breaking up on January 2nd if you don't have a ring exactly. on your finger. <laughs> exactly. January 2nd is the perfect. You know, I think that what happens is several things. One is, is if they're going to a party, maybe it's a business party that they're going to, and the date isn't going to be somebody that's serious. They don't want to bring them. They'd rather go alone. Or if a family, sometimes it's families and you go visit families for the first time on the holiday days and maybe she or he isn't the one you want to bring home to mom and dad and, <laughs> and then it's the gift giving there's so much pressure about the gift giving over the holidays and so rather than get a bad gift and you know maybe not spend enough or get an appropriate gift people just sort of say i'm not going to do anything i think i'd like to sort of ease out of this relationship because they don't want to go shopping <laughs> uh, seriously excuse me i'm going to ease out of this relationship because i don't want to go shopping something tells me that that's not really a good relationship that they should be in in the first place and now i'm just saying you know like... yeah no I, I agree with you as well but i think the holiday pressure a lot of it has to do with finances and a lot of it has to do with who am i going to be kissing under that mistletoe or at the strike you know, the oh, yeah, i have to get mistletoe you reminded me <laughs> right the mistletoe or the midnight kiss on new year's eve is that really who you want to be with in the following year? And then singles are really reflecting on that, and they're easing out of relationships now. Yeah, I, you know, I had a great day. I possibly had one of the best evenings I had last New Year's Eve. And it was a couple's dinner party, and we opened an amazing bottle of wine from the 1800s, which was actually incredible. Um, it, it was a great party, but... You know, I never want to see the guy again. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so the breakup on January 2nd to me is much more plausible. <laughs> I agree. But again, as I said, maybe people just don't want to show up as the, you know, as, as the significant other if they don't feel so significant after all. 
So, you know, okay, so let's say you don't want to face the holidays alone. Just saying. I don't. Do you? No, not really, but that's where you really need to, you know, grab your friend network, your girlfriend network, and accept every invitation you possibly can for holiday parties. And there are so many holiday parties. I'm sure everybody listening, people who listen to our show, you know, are involved in a lot of things. And it's very, you know, there's a lot of invitations out there. So since our topic is hooking up for the holidays, and we have a whole half hour to discuss this, why don't you give us, to start with, some tips for meeting people? I heard a great, my daughter gave me a great one yesterday. Um, she said, you know, she's broke up about, I guess, eight months ago. So, you know, that's perfect timing. She's about ready. It was a long-term relationship to get back into things. And, you know, I'm, we were talking about, you know, what do you say to people? And she said, you just walk up to a guy, say, nice tie. <laughs> now, nice tie. I mean, always open with a compliment is good, but what tips do you have? I mean, you're, I'm sure yours are better. Well, it's interesting. I had this conversation with somebody yesterday, a dating client. They said, what do I, what do I tell a woman to impress her? And I said, Anything that's from the neck above. <laughs> so Excuse say, me? You, you've got beautiful eyes. I love your hair. What a nice smile. Don't compliment anything from the neck below. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, excuse me, you have thick ankles. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. anything in between. And I think it's, what's really important is, is, is you're in the holiday season, and just go out there and be happy. Smile. Even if you're not feeling the happiest, Put on one of your favorite outfits that usually makes you feel really good. That can brighten up your spirits and go out with a smile on your face. You may not come home with a date, but at least you know that you made the effort in going out. Well, you know, just going off our list of tips for a second, the effort of going out is really important. People need to realize, you know, um, the knight in shining armor or your princess is not going to come knocking at your door. You know, spend some time in the produce section <laughs> at a good market. Go to a market that's out of your neighborhood. I used to do that. I used to go to, you know, like a market in a different area so I'd meet different people. Um, that's a great way. And just to be open and smiling, people will talk to you. Have you noticed that too? Right. And I think one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest things that I find so sexy about both men and women is when they appear confident. I mean, that is better than wearing a sexy dress with some cleavage hanging out. If you walk into a room with a big smile and you look happy and confident, men are going to be gravitating towards you. And men, too? Does that work for men? Yes. I mean, it really, it does work for men because, you know, all the women, they like a confident man because confidence really is a sexy thing because then maybe that translates into being someone who is self-confident and successful. And then, of course, women like a man with a plan. So, guys, when you're meeting a woman, come up with some suggestions of things to do. She will feel so relieved and think, this is a man with a plan. I like him. Well, we got a comment from Twitter. Somebody says, I always look at the eyes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> and here's another question. This, is, this came up yesterday. Not only should you look at the eyes, but if you're dating somebody and you've gone on at least three dates, Say to them, close your eyes, what color are my eyes, and see if they've paid attention. Oh, crud. <laughs> oh, God. But you see, I'm the bad one. I, oh, no, the, somebody I'm going out with, yeah, I definitely know the color of his eyes. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It is a good point. Because it yeah. shows that somebody's really looking into your eyes and having, you know, an engaging conversation with you. 
Good point. Yeah. Remember the color of the eyes. That's a good one. Uh, but when you're at parties and a lot of times you don't know anybody, um, what should you do? Should you just walk up to people? Should you? What should you do? I think that if you don't hang out in, in what I call the herd of cattle, don't hang out with a large group of your girlfriends and make yourself unavailable and unapproachable. Men get really, you know, fearful of rejection. So I think it's easy to just be someplace, walk around the room, smile as you walk around the room, stop. You might see somebody interesting, and yes, go ahead and compliment their tie if that's all that can come out of your mouth, because all someone wants to know is that they're not going to be rejected if they initiate a conversation. Yeah, the rejection is really, really cruel. I mean, uh, if anybody's ever been rejected, it really, really hurts, especially men. I think men even have more fragile egos. Is, is that what you found? It is, and it's interesting because there are so many women, and we are old-fashioned by nature sometimes, and we want the man to be the hunter, and he needs to initiate, and he needs to ask the woman out, and he needs to come up with the plans, and he needs to make the first call. And I tell women, especially the ones that are online, who are saying, I can't meet anybody online, I'm like, why are you not initiating an email? Take a look at who searched for your profile, and if you find someone that piques your curiosity, send him an email and say hello. Hi, I just noticed uh, you showed up in one of my searches. Take a look at my profile. If it piques your curiosity, let me know. And you would not believe the amazing amount of response that men write back to women because they're feeling like I'm not going to get rejected, and they feel really, really flattered. And, well, you know, a, man, a male ego, if you can flatter the ego, it's a nice first step. Well, when we get back from the break, I'm going to ask you to give us a quick tutorial on building our profiles on, on dating sites. But back to the thing that men need to realize. Men, granted, give always, they're thinking about sex. I mean, bottom line, men think about sex. Women think about love. And the sooner men realize this, uh, the better their patter is going to be in conversation. Am I right? Have you found this? Right. And we know men are visual, and they will undress you with their eyes on the very first date. It doesn't mean they need to take you home that night. We just know that they'll eventually want to wonder, what is this girl going to be like in bed? That's just the male genetics. That's just how their DNA is set up. And that's why you need to really make yourself, you know, attractive and brush your hair and get a cut and put on a cute dress because they will remember what you wore the very first time they met you. Exactly. And, you know... What should men do? I mean, men should not be wearing that crappy T-shirt, correct? Well, no crappy T-shirt. And, of course, you know, besides the dorky T-shirts, you should see some of these online dating profiles so men don't wear any shirt. Real turn off. Yes, men, get this. Women are not picturing you as a bed partner immediately. Women look at men, tell me what you think, that, um, you know, of a future, how they're going to spend time with them. Right? It goes back to caveman days. We want the man to be the provider and the protector. And we want to know that they're going to be staying around. And so for that reason, a woman will look at a man on a date and she'll go, I wonder if this is somebody I could have a relationship with. Or I wonder if this is someone I could eventually marry. Or a man Okay. After the break, after the break with Julie Spira, she's going to give us tips on how to build a good profile for online dating. And she's the one to know. So this is Marsha Collier and Julie Spira on Tech Radio, WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention online sellers, introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Just Marsha Collier here along with my friend Julie Spira. In case you weren't listening in the first part of this segment, Julie is absolutely amazing. She has written the book, which I always forget the name of it, but she's the cipher dating expert, and she knows it all. And in this segment, I would really love to get some tips from her because people are always asking, what the heck am I going to put on my profile? You know, you join these dating sites, and there are a lot of great ones. But seriously, people don't know what to put on them. 
Julie, I heard a great tip, which I'm going to add to yours if you don't have uh, this one on your list. But I would like you to know, let's say I wanted, which I don't, but I wanted to go on a cyber dating site. Give me some of the better sites and who they're good for, first of all, and then what we do for the profile. Well, there are thousands of sites to pick from, so there really is something for everyone. And, for instance, if you look at eHarmony, and lots of us look at those happy success couples on TV, and we wonder, why why isn't that happening to me? Look at those TV couples. They are real couples. eHarmony's been around for 10 years. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. They're responsible for hundreds of marriages a day. I think over 500 people get married from their site a day. But I don't look at that site as just an online dating site. I consider eHarmony a matrimonial site because you're really looking for a serious relationship when you fill out that questionnaire, and there's over 200 questions on it. I know, I know. I once filled it out, and I went, really? Uh, I want to go back to number one and change my answer. (laughs) Right, right. Now, Match.com, you know, there is something for everyone on Match. They really cater to everyone, whether you're looking for that hookup or you want to get married. They have huge amount of success stories. There's 15 million people that are signed up for Match.com. The interesting thing about Match, they were just quoted in the New York Post last week saying that the number one gift for singles this year for this holiday season is... What? A date. Aww. And their studies show that people were more interested in finding a relationship and a date than getting a watch or a computer. Yeah, okay. I I would take a relationship over most technology. (laughs) Right, right. And so sites like Plenty, like like Match.com and eHarmony, they have a monthly fee. There's lots of specials that you can sign up for, you know, free weekends. As a matter of fact, eHarmony just started a free weekend that goes for 10 days, so it's more than a weekend. So if anybody would like to go to eHarmony.com, you can have your guided communication for free for the next week or so. And then, you know, we've got the sites that focus on your religious. We call them niche online dating sites. So, for instance, if you're Jewish and it's Hanukkah, you might want to join Jade 8. And there are other sites for, you know, such as Christian Mingle, Christian Cafe, Catholic Match. So we call these niche dating sites. And so if religion is really important to you, you're going to find somebody that has the same values as it relates to your faith. That's interesting. I heard about another site called OKCupid, which is really popular. I love OKCupid. As a matter of fact, I actually featured them on my radio show. Um, That's founded by Sam Yagen. The thing that's great about OKCupid is they're absolutely free. And they have a terrific blog, which they call OK Trends. And they do some really interesting research studies on, you know, the best look for the profile. They do racial profiling. You name it. So, so OKCupid is really a fun, very social media savvy um, site. I think the Boston Globe called it the Google of online dating. Well, and I also heard that on OKCupid, you can make a favorites list. Now, the person that you put on the favorites list finds out that you put them on your favorites list, which to me immediately erases the rejection idea factor, correct? It really does. And I think the same thing goes when you look at somebody who's viewed your profile. Most of the sites will allow you to see who has viewed your profile. So even if they haven't gotten proactive and sent you an email or a wink or a flirt, if you see who's viewed your profile, besides whether they've been a favorite or not, it sort of is a door opener for you to contact them. Well, okay, you're talking about people viewing your profile. So 
since you are the expert, I want to know for everybody, what does one put on the profile that's going to keep somebody engaged and want, aside from your gorgeous picture, and your picture should probably really look like you, don't you agree? Absolutely. If your picture doesn't look like you, somebody's going to see your pictures on your Facebook profile, and if they don't match up, you've been busted. So it's really important to be authentic, and we know lots of people lie in their profiles, and of course the age is a big deal. People don't tell the truth about their age. I have a problem when they don't tell the truth about their marital status, and they say they're divorced when in fact they're really um, separated, divorce pending. Yeah, you know, men don't really yeah. always get that difference between separated and divorced. Guys, we know the difference. We know the difference. We We're not going to be happy when we find out that there's still a docket and you either haven't filed or it's got you got another three years of uh, litigation going on. We're not going to want to go out with you. Exactly. That's that's really, really bad. And, you know, with the pictures, like you say, uh, people are looking for certain things. So in the profile, what are the things people should put in to make them attractive? Okay. First of all, as you said, the photos. You need to get your photos professionally taken. I, I don't care if it's $200. It could be the best investment in your life if you can find yourself a husband or a wife that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And make sure that you have at least three photos. Three to five is really the magic numbers. The, front, the primary photo needs to be a headshot, and you need to be smiling and looking happy. And then show an activity shot. And when I mean activity, I mean an outdoor activity. So if you love to travel to France, you can stand by the Eiffel Tower. If you like to go hiking, show a picture of you with the Sierra Club. Show that you have a personality. And then, of course, a full... That you actually do something. That you do something. Aside from sit behind the computer. Right. Right. And then, of course, you have to have a full-length body shot. And regardless of what you look like, find clothes that make you look flattering. Because if you don't have a full-length shot, a man will immediately think, she's hiding something, she's got to be 200 pounds. So he will pass over your profile. So you don't want that to happen. Make sure there's those three show, those three, you know, photos in there. You know, and even if you do, and you're a woman and you do weigh 200 pounds, there are a lot of very sexy women who have a little extra poundage. Just look as good as you can, and, and you can. A lot of people can look really good. But I wanted to also mention to you the thing that threw me off the cyber dating sites was what you mentioned before, and that's lying about your age. Um, I had been on a cyber dating site, met a man who sounded interesting, blah, blah, blah. When he finally gave me his name and email, I did my Google research, and I found out he was 10 years older than he said he was. Ouch. And I had put my real age on there. And I'm going, and I, I emailed him back, seriously, seriously, you wasted all this time of mine. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. I mean, that's, honesty is so important. We hope there's truth in advertising. I know, exactly. Now, they ask you to put all those cute little things besides your picture. What else should we put there? Well, I also feel like less is more. I always say, I have a saying this, you know, leave the novel at home. Because you want to really pique somebody's curiosity so you can start to engage in a communication that starts online and then take your relationship from online to offline as soon as possible. If they don't live in the same town, get on the phone and start talking on the phone. If they live near you, within three or four email exchanges and one phone call, you should have a date on the calendar. Exactly, exactly. Now, um, and I feel really stupid for not remembering the name of this TV show, but there's a TV show where this guy on PBS and he interviews movie stars. Uh, Julie, help me with this. It's been on forever, and he has ten questions that he asks everybody at the beginning of the interview. 
Very famous show, and I feel really stupid for not remembering James somebody or other. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> and I feel really stupid. But these ten basic questions like what is the worst word to you, what is the best word to you, what makes you smile, if you come up, James, okay. If you come up with a good list of interesting questions that don't give too personal an answer, you can make it look like a little interview. And, you know, that could actually pique somebody's interest in reading about you because just droning on about yourself very often isn't that interesting. What do you think? It, it isn't. And when I see emails that men or women write and they're really, really long, nobody's going to read past that first paragraph. So make sure your best information is right at the top. I can't believe that we're out of town. Julie, we're going to have to do this again, maybe for the next holiday or something. I'd love to. This has been a lot of fun. And we can buy your book on the web. So look for Julie Spira. Google her. You'll get a lot of great information. So this is Marsha Collier. Don't text and drive on WS Radio. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought. It's a fact. Thousands of real people all over the world are quietly building large personal fortunes from home without ever touching any products. Join us now. Global Domains International and .ws website domain names are becoming household words. Get started now for free at www.prosperity.ws. That's prosperity.ws as in website. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Everyone goes to Vegas at some time for business or pleasure. Why pay for overpriced hotels? WS Radio has a super deal. Two nights and three days for only 30 bucks. But there is a catch. You need to listen to a one-hour seminar. But hey, for 30 bucks, you can't beat it. Learn more at wsradio.com forward slash Vegas. That's wsradio.com forward slash Vegas. Love to read but just don't have the time. With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. 
Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio.